Good morning, and welcome to another edition of Ask BBB, the program that brings you information from and about businesses you can trust. Ask BBB features business owners and managers who share their experience and insights so that consumers are better informed about products and services they are contracting or purchasing. I'm Linda Smith. And I'm Jim Swan. Linda is the CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. Well, September and the beginning of the school year brings some of the same feelings of new beginnings that we experience at New Year's. So this morning, we not only discuss how any of us can go back to school, but we will also look to the future as we discuss financial planning. Life is a continuous process of learning. Experience is a great teacher. However, there may be situations or points in your life when you need or want to make that learning process more formal. To explore the topic, we welcome Carolyn Young, Director of Continuing Studies at Western University. Welcome to Ask BBB, Carolyn. Thank you, Linda. For whom are continuing education courses designed, Carolyn? Well, the simple answer is everyone. Uh, Over the years, there have been literally thousands of students who have come from all stages in their lives for career specialization, professional development, and personal enrichment. Today, I want to focus on our courses and programs in professional development, which serve diverse learners. So people who are either beginning their careers in mid-career, seeking a promotion, or are about to embark on their second, third, or fourth career. I could offer you hundreds of examples to show the diversity of our students. For today, one example is Adam Swan, who is featured on the cover of our current course calendar for fall 2019. I've, I've seen that cover. <laughs> I <laughs> Adam, thought so. Adam is my son. Yes, yes and Adam is a really excellent example of what lifelong learning is all about. So he is a project coordinator at Good Life Fitness. And as a graduate from Western and a member of Canada's Naval Reserve, Adam completed the professional certificate in project management, which was a huge asset during the relocation of Good Life's national headquarters. Yes. And, uh, uh, he has been there now, I think in the range of about five years, So it's been a good thing for him. Uh, So if somebody wants to do something similar to that, when do courses start? And do continuing studies courses follow the same calendar year as the main campus? How does it work? There are a number of courses that start in September. However, in professional development, we offer courses throughout the year, and registration is open for more than 120 courses until they fill up. Whether it's project management, leadership, creative writing, for anyone who is ready to learn, registration for upcoming courses is available throughout the year. It is not limited to September. So what prerequisites are required to enroll in any of your courses? For most of our courses, there are no prerequisites. We offer 23 certificates And there are a few which require the completion of one course in order to enroll in the next one. An example is Agile Project Management. But for most of the certificates in professional development, there are no prerequisites except for a desire to learn. So how much time then should a person be prepared to devote to a course? Are the the classes weekly? Uh, What time of day are they offered? Do they accommodate to different times? So it varies. Uh, For face-to-face workshops, outside of the attendance in the classroom, there is no homework. There are no additional hours. 
In a number of courses, such as project management, there are readings, assignments, and tests, which can range from 6 to 15 hours a week of coursework. What sort of credentials will a person have at the end of a successful completion of a course then, Carolyn? So we offer 23 professional certificates and accelerated certificates. So all of the students who would complete a certificate, and that can range from three courses up to eight, will receive a certificate from Western Continuing Studies. In addition to that, several of our programs get recognition from national associations. So, for example, uh, project management at Western Continuing Studies is based on the Project Management Institute's body of knowledge, and you would receive the um, ability to complete the exam, and once you pass that, you would be a project management professional. Hmm. So where are the courses held, and are some of them available online? Okay, so most of our courses are at our Western's downtown campus in City Plaza, but right now, over 25% of our courses are online. And this is the fastest growing area of program enrollment due to the flexibility of learning. What are hybrid courses? So hybrid courses are a mix of face-to-face learning and online learning. Um, Almost all of our courses in the professional certificate in learning and development, that one specific certificate, are are hybrid. So they're comprised of two days in class and three weeks online. And what would be the costs of courses? So it varies uh, from $97 for a three-hour SPARK session to close to $2,500 for the project management certificate, which is five months. Uh, Most of our courses, majority of them range from about $400 to $600. Can you just expand on the SPARK? What was The SPARK session is a three-hour class where you will learn a very specific skill and develop knowledge around that. So, for example, um, having difficult conversations or being able to develop resiliency during conflict. So it's a very specific um, piece or portion of a larger course or certificate. And a lot of that will be outlined in that course catalogue that... uh Adam's on the front cover of. Not only in our course calendar, but of course on our website. So many people would um, go to Western University's website, but you can take a direct route to Western Continuing Studies website. Our URL is wcs.uwo.ca. And when you get to the homepage, there are multiple options for searching our programs from just putting in a specific course to a certificate to online learning. If you are new to Western Continuing Studies, I encourage you to take time to look at all of the options on how our courses can enhance your learning or fill in any gaps in your career. Once you've decided on the course you want to take, it's just a simple matter of setting up a student account, registering and paying for the course, and you can do that up to the day the course starts. Carolyn, it's been a A very uh, informative time, and I'm sure there are people out there right now who are going to the website and thinking about uh, taking a course this fall or sometime in this next year. Thank you for being with us. You're welcome. You're listening to Ask BBB, and we've been talking with Carolyn Young, the Director of Western Continuing Studies. Western University is accredited with the BBB and supports us in a number of ways.
This year, Western University will provide a scholarship to the recipient of the brand-new Spark Award to be announced at this year's Better Business Bureau Business Integrity Awards on November 6th. And we'll return in a moment to talk about your financial future. Welcome back to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with co-host Linda Smith, who is the CEO and President of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. Financial security is something we all seek, and that means financial planning. Our guest now on Ask BBB is Dave Douglas, founder and president of Aspire Financial Group, Inc. Welcome to Ask BBB, Dave. Thank you, Linda. How many of us have a clear map of our financial trails? How important is it to have a detail of our current expenses and spending patterns as we map out a financial plan? Uh, well, in terms of how many, Linda, I'm, I'm happy to say it's it's trending in the right direction. Um, uh, the last survey I checked uh, said that just over half of Canadians have a written financial plan, uh, which means, of course, that just under half do not have one, but, uh, but it is heading the right direction. And uh, in terms of importance of having um, at least some detail of your current expenses and income, um, I think that's really the cornerstone of, of where it begins. Um, I sometimes say that... Uh, you know, keeping track of your money or hanging on to money can be a little bit like hanging on to a handful of sand. Uh, mm-hmm. If you don't have a good grasp on it, it falls, you know, between your fingers and you really don't know where the heck it went. So it's uh, it's really the basics. So, Dave, is, is financial planning more than just retirement planning? Uh, it really is, Jim. Uh, I think retirement planning is what most of us think of when we think about uh, putting a financial plan together. Um, but it really is just one part of sort of a four-part piece. Um we also would want to talk about things like uh, liquidity, which is really a, just a word for accessible cash, and that's important uh, to address a financial opportunity or perhaps a, a financial emergency. Um, we would want to talk about um, uh, an interruption of income. Um, most of us, I think, um, go to work and, uh, and earn a paycheck in order to support our lifestyle uh, and our livelihoods. And if the ability to, to earn that paycheck is interrupted through uh, an accident uh, or an illness, we would want to make sure that we've addressed um, contingent, contingent plans ahead of time uh, to allow us to get through that as, as smoothly as we can. And then the fourth area and one that uh, um, we, we address, even though it's not a pleasant topic, is uh, family security in the event of death. Um, gosh, what happens if we don't live long enough to see the completion of our goals and objectives in those other areas? And how might our, uh, our survivors or our uh, family be impacted uh, by an untimely death? If we are part of that 50% of the population with a plan, how often should we be sitting down with a financial planning expert like yourself to adjust our plan? And it's a, it's a good question, and, and it really varies for everyone. But I would say, uh, if I can speak generally, once a year would be, in most cases, pretty adequate. Um, when we are looking at a financial plan, you know, we're looking often many years into the future. So we have to make some assumptions because we don't know for sure what's happening next year, let alone maybe 20 or 30 or even 40 years from now. Um, so we make those assumptions based on what we think is fair and reasonable today. And by assumptions, I mean, will we perhaps be in the same job? Um, do we need to make an assumption about the rising cost of living or a return on invested proceeds? Um, but because those dynamics are subject to change on a yearly basis, Meeting once a year allows us to adjust the plan and change to uh, what has actually happened or looks like it's going to happen as opposed to just making a, a best guess. Dave, I'm sure there are a few eyebrows went up when you say once a year because I, even though there are 50% with plans, I, I suspect there 
are a number who don't review it every every year. Uh, if we're just starting out, what sort of information will a financial planner expect us to provide and bring uh, besides knowing where all the money is coming from and going? <laughs> well, that, that's a, a part of it, Jim, for sure. And and I, I always answer that question with uh, kind of a general answer of saying anything of a financial nature. And so that would include, of course, your income, uh, perhaps your expenses. Um, if you are uh, participating in a pension plan through the company that you are employed with, we'd want to see a pension statement, uh, any investments that you might have in retirement savings or uh, tax-free savings accounts. Um, if you are an employee of a company that has an employee benefits plan, we encourage you to bring that employee benefits booklet along with you so that we have an understanding, is there a, a, you know, a life insurance component? Is there a disability component to that plan? And we really want to make sure that you understand what it is uh, that you have. Um, any individual life insurance products, um, if you're a homeowner and you have a mortgage, a mortgage statement is always helpful as well. David, sounds like we'll be bringing a lot of detailed information about our lifestyle and income uh, to a financial planner. What should we be looking for before we choose a financial advisor to share that personal information with? Well, thank you for asking that, Linda. I think uh, first and foremost, it, it really needs to be simply someone that you feel comfortable talking to. And uh, you may not even... Uh, um, grasp a level of that comfort. The first time you meet someone, you may want to speak to uh, him or her two or three times before you make a decision. And in fact, I would encourage people to maybe interview two or three advisors uh, if they uh, if they feel that uh, they'd like to do that. Um, and of course, Dave, we always recommend that people go to the BBB directory and uh, look for financial planners there. On your website, it states that you help people make educated decisions concerning their financial planning. Do you help provide some of that education? Uh, yeah, we really do, Jim. We we believe strongly that uh, we want to engage our, our clients both intellectually and emotionally in the planning process. We find that when people um, really get what we're talking about, really sort of buy into what we're trying to achieve, then they can take ownership of that plan and really uh, give us the direction and the guidance that we're looking for as it relates to their personal goals and objectives. And we therefore are in a much better position to, to offer product solutions when it ultimately gets to offering product solutions, uh, to offer products uh, in a way that the client both understands um, and is, is uh, willing to, um, to move forward with. Um, our philosophy, uh, our belief really is that uh, an informed person will make the best decision, and so if you are making that uh, making that decision, um, feeling confident and feeling informed, then you're you're on the right road. So, if some of our listeners are concerned that they can't afford uh, financial advice, what advice would you give them? Well, it's it's an important question to ask, Linda, and uh, I, I would say this: I, I've certainly have met clients in the past who. Uh, who first of all felt almost a little embarrassed that they didn't have enough money to engage a financial planner, not so much from a cost, but from just their own personal circumstances that, uh, gosh, they didn't really have much and, you know, would they be uh, would they be well served by speaking to a planner? And uh, the answer to that is always yes. Uh, I think that any time we can enhance our knowledge or gain a little uh, a heightened awareness of our situation, um, then again, it puts us in a good spot to make uh, informed decisions uh, as we progress, um, for those who really uh, want to just engage uh, a planner for advice only, and then maybe want to take the um, 
the the products and the solutions in hand themselves, um, they can hire a fee-based person, and that would be someone um, who would come in, put a financial plan together for them, really kind of hand them the plan, hand them the recommendations, and then that individual can go out to the marketplace and seek out their own insurance products, seek out their own investments, do their own things online if uh, if that's what they choose. Dave, you've provided a lot of information for us in this past uh, five or six minutes, and we want to thank you for joining us here on Ask BBB. Thank you very much for inviting me. You're listening to Ask BBB, and our guest has been Dave Douglas, who is founder and president of Aspire Financial Group, Inc., an accredited business with the Better Business Bureau. Search the BBB directory under Financial Planning to find them and link to their website. When we return, we'll learn about invitations you should turn down. And welcome back once more to Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan with Linda Smith, who is the president and CEO of the Better Business Bureau serving Western Ontario. A new twist to a persistent scam is being reported. You can learn about it on BBB.org website. In fact, you can learn a lot on the BBB.org website. It's worth visiting uh, and making a, a part of your daily routine just to check out the latest news on scams. And, of course, we encourage you to visit the site before you do any shopping. More on that in a moment. Right now, let's look at the information on the latest phishing scam. Well, some listeners who are at their computers right now have likely followed us to BBB.org, and they can see the information firsthand. Otherwise, you can visit the site later. You'll learn how scammers are using default calendar settings to plant phony events laced with phishing links on your schedules. Oh, Linda, how does this work? It infiltrates the program you use to keep track of your events, programs like Google Calendar, Outlook, or iCalendar. As the information on BBB.org points out, one day you check your schedule and you spot a strange event that you don't remember accepting. It seems to be promoting a special discount or an offer. The event body tells you to link on, uh, click on the link to take a survey, find a nearby location, or something very similar. Where did this calendar event come from? Scammers are taking advantage of default calendar settings that automatically add an event to a user's calendar, whether they have accepted it or not. Scammers add a phishing link and a short description to entice targets to click. The link might point to a form that requests personal information or downloads malware to your device. So we want to avoid this. Never click on links or download attachments from unknown events. Just like emails, out-of-the-blue calendar invites are often attempts to install malware onto your computer and or steal your personal information. Change your settings. Check your calendar settings and make sure that to turn off any options that say, automatically add invitations or something similar. You want your calendar set to give you the option of accepting or rejecting every invitation. There are a few other links in the article on the BBB website information piece to add to your knowledge, so we'll encourage people to check that out. Well, it seems these scammers keep changing things, looking for new ways to get our information that will then let them make purchases using our accounts. The OPP recently reported a phone scam operating in the area. This one is similar to the Canada Revenue Agency fraud. People get a phone call with an automated voice that says, Canadian Majesty calling. Federal charges have been levied against your social insurance number. Do not proceed to a federal building or you will be arrested. Press 1 to speak to a justice of the peace. And it's when you press 1 that the scammer starts to win, eh? The voice answers Service Canada and then will request a payment to remove charges from your record. So if you receive a call like this, 
do not press 1. And certainly, don't give the caller any personal information or send any payments. Instead, report it on Scam Tracker or contact the Canadian Anti-Fraud Centre. We mentioned that besides scam information, the BBB.org site is a good place to start shopping. You can explore the directory by typing in the What Are You Looking For field, uh, search field. Or if you scroll down, you'll find a list of the most popular searches. The top categories are listed with links that will instantly display companies and businesses in that category. So what are the top categories? Roofing, paving, landscaping, and general contractors top the list. Concrete, siding, and fence contractors are a little further down. Dog breeders, moving companies, and heating and air conditioning round out the top 10. And in each case, you can click on the category and a list of businesses and companies will be displayed. You'll see whether or not they are accredited by the Better Business Bureau, their rating, along with any reviews. As our website says, whether you're looking for a plumber or a printer, BBB steers you in the right direction. Well, Linda, that's our time for Ask BBB. I'm Jim Swan. And I'm Linda Smith. Remember, Ask BBB. And start with trust.